Welcome back, Jack fans, to hey. uh, segment two of two. While we're, uh, you know, trying to get these two episodes recorded since we've had a whirlwind of New Year's Eve. I know, and- yeah. Weekend all over the place. And I have um, to go back to work tomorrow after three oh weeks of being off. And I'm going to lose my mind. Tomorrow already? Yeah. And then class starts not next week or the week after. Okay. Well, at least you get a week to like slide in slowly. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm, in there. I'm going to be literally rolling into work in my pajamas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wearing my polar my polar bear pajamas. I mean, I practically do every day anyway. Well, I mean, I'm sure, honestly, let me be, I'm going to be honest. It's probably going to be leggings and like a... Yeah. And a t-shirt because we don't have any meetings tomorrow. So I, I, nobody has to see me. Yeah. No one's going to see you. No one's going to see me. So I could literally just come to work looking like a hot mess express and it's going to be fantastic. Um, but yeah, so welcome back to part me, Alex, your only source and location for everything lumberjack basketball. We are here live from my couch on a Sunday night. Uh, so to catch up on the the second half of our adventures, I, I barely got a, Arrest. I came back Wednesday night from Chicago. Worked Thursday. World tri- World then Tripper. Friday morning started off on my next little trip. Uh, so I always say long story short, and it's not short. So I'm just not even going to say that. You um, might as well just do your story. So <clears throat> I have twin cousins who live in Cleora, <laughs> as uh, she looks at me. Funny, funny that story. I'm not even going to go into. Anyways, okay. So they live in Oklahoma. Um, they play. High school basketball at a school called Adir, and mm-hmm. they are seniors this year. I believe. I know they made it. I think they made it to state. Maybe their sophomore and junior year. Yeah. Um, anyways, last year they won state. Um, we've been wanting to watch them play for a while, and so finally, I'm like, Mom, we got to make this happen because there's just not not much time left uh, for this happen. So it's their mm-hmm. senior year. Um, so we finally got it together. Me and my mom, my grandma drove up, um, girls trip. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Drove up, met up with my mom's cousin. Oh, you surprised um, them? Their grandma. Yeah. They didn't know oh, that we were coming. Oh, yeah, you did that. I didn't know you surprised um, them. So showed up to the game, watched them play. These two girls are ballers. I'm going to tell you right now. Want to be a um, baller. Like, it's super funny too, because they are fraternal twins and for the longest time growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was significantly taller than the other. Oh gosh! Um, and now all of a sudden, Mia had a growth spurt and is now the same height as Sophia. So it's it's wild. Anyways, um, they're freaking amazing basketball players. Uh, literally, almost the whole first half were a hundred percent on field goals and free throws and three pointers. Um. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, Sophie took this one three-pointer literally equidistant between the three-point line and the half-court circle, and I was just like, "What a what a baller!" Shit. Anyways, yeah, um, lots of fun getting to watch them play. Finally, uh, spent some good time with them. Well, good. And got up yesterday and drove. Mom wanted to take a different route on the way back. Okay, so we also went through um, Sean Hightower's hometown of Paris, Texas, mm-hmm. on the way there. I saw that picture that, that was posted. Fun. Yeah, um, and then he was in Paris. I saw this that he weekend. was. I was like, did yes. they beat out? Like, so he texted us and was like, "Well, I'm on my way there. If y'all want to ha- grab something to eat Sunday on your way back, but Mom wanted to make a different route of it. Oh, so, okay. Yesterday we drove to Hot Springs, stayed the night. Yeah, I watched the UNO game. We got up this morning, 
sightsee a little bit around Hot Springs. We've been several times, but it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, since we've been and drove on back in, and now okay. here we sit doing our uh, two podcasts for the week. Yeah, so, it was a fun uh, weekend of basketball, and Good. I of course got to watch the Lady Jacks and the Lumberjacks both. Tough loss for Lady Jacks. I know. Yeah, I was kind of sad um, the Lady Jacks didn't pull that and one out. But. I'll, I'll have a real fast airing of grievances on that because I was super disappointed with. I mean, th- they did win on a buzzer beater three pointer. So that I mean, that was. It was a nice ending. Good win. Yeah. But literally, if anyone wants to see it, go back and watch the end of the game. And these chicks literally fall into a huge dog pile at half court and are out there for so long. Like, it's a buzzer shot. They have to review the footage to make sure yeah. um, that one of the officials has to come out and pick, like, four of them up and is telling, like, heatedly telling them, get off the court. You need to get off the court. Like... They're These girls, like they, like they didn't won. just win the SLC tourney, girls. Like, yeah. you won the fourth game of the conference. Wow. I mean, season. talk like, about acting like, you know, they just literally won the NCAA tournament championship. I'm going to repeat my, my mother's phrase for situations like that. Act like you've been here before. Exactly. Like, don't act like this the first game you won. Exactly. Get it together. Like, how immature is that? It was kind of ridiculous. Anyways, but yeah. Alex had a fun uh, day yesterday, too. I did. I had a really fun day. We had a nice day um, on Saturday. We went to, uh, when I say we, some of the girls and I were celebrating our friend Jordan. Um, happy birthday, Jordan. Here's your shout out. You wanted it and you got it. Happy birthday, Jordan. Which, of course, Jacqueline's related to. Which, so. of course, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm related to. So there's that. I know. She's related to everybody in this damn town. Anywho. Um, well, she married in, to be fair. Well, no, no, okay. No. Well, her sister married into my her, family. Yeah, okay. Well, but Anyhow. it counts. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we went to celebrate Jordan's birthday. We went to uh, Bullard, Texas, to Cupersol, uh Brewery, not brewery. Jeez, I'm just saying brewery. Uh, winery. Winery yeah. and distillery. And so in Bullard, um, really nice little area. It's literally, they have their own estates and everything too, yeah. which is really kind of cool. And they, when we went on the brewery, I keep saying brewery because I'm used to going to breweries. Um, on the winery and distillery tour, we took a tour. Well, first we had lunch. Let me back up. So we get there, we have lunch or brunch, and um, we had mimosas and all that fun stuff at lunch. And then after that, we had a, bur- a distillery and winery tour at two o'clock. And so on the tour, they were telling us all about the history of like the area and the land and all the stuff before. And so the, the uh, winery was founded by a man from South Africa. His name was Pierre and his family obviously bought the land and came over here. He was a single father of two girls and they came over here and obviously he, you know, was trying to figure out what to do, what work to do. And so, you know, he was an established farmer in South Africa. So we figured why not just continue that here? Um, and so anyway, long story short, which I'm going to try and make mine short. Um, uh, they, she ended up founding, you know, that the grapes, the wine grapes did well in that area. And so he started the winery and, um, where was I going with that? Anyway, so they were trying to figure out, like, as, as the winery was going on and going on and continuing, they wanted to try and make ways to make more money without having to, you know, cut back on production and all this stuff. So they started selling plots of land to build houses in the area. So that's why they have the Cupersol Estates. So as you drive in to get to the the restaurant and they have a bed and breakfast and they have all this stuff now with this winery and distillery, um, they have all these really beautiful houses 
along the street um, heading up to that area. And so anytime they're, you know, they want to make, you know, get more barrels or they want to, you know, add on to their winery or add on to this, they just sell another plot of land. That's awesome. Isn't that such a cool idea? So I have been there to run a race, but I've never actually gone and enjoyed just having drinks. Well, we have to go. We're going to have have a girls weekend and go because there's, because they have a bed and breakfast there with um, attached to the restaurant, which the restaurant was delicious. Um, I had a burger, Good which was know. delicious, but, um, one of the girls had, um, eggs Benedict, which was looked really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, then we had, we went over after the tour, which the tour was extremely good, super informative. Um, the guy that did it, his name was Alex. So I felt a kinship. Oh. Um, yeah. And he was very knowledgeable. He's one of the winemakers. And I mean, obviously he used a lot of technical terms, but he also was able to explain it in a way that you know, all of us laymen would have understood it. And he used good analogies and examples. I was like, okay, so I get it. Cool. Um, and so um, we were able to sample distillery, some of the, some of the, um, some of the spirits. Yeah. We had vodka, rum and bourbon, which I bought a bottle of bourbon um, it's called oh, Jimmy's cool. Jimmy's oh, bourbon. Yeah, it was, that's pretty. on my bar cart. Jimmy's bourbon. It was named after a World War II fighter pilot that I guess worked there for a really long time, and he would have all these stories oh. about stuff. And so they named the bourbon oh. after him. Um, and so I got bourbon, and then we went to the winery and tried three different wines, and then we also did a, another a, that was part of the tour, and then we did another wine tasting um, by ourselves. And so we just had a we had a really good time. And, um, the wine was delicious. The distillery is beautiful. It's in a very beautiful part of Bullard. Um, it's very quiet. So I highly recommend if you need a girl's weekend or a fun weekend, or you love wineries, you love distilleries, you love liquor, you love drinking, just go to the Keepersold, um, the Keepersold estates over in Bullard, Texas. It's not that far from Nacogdoches. No. And it's not that far from Tyler, literally mm-hmm. right down the road. So it was really fun. So I had a little go- fun little girl's day. So fun. happy birthday, Jordan, again. Love you. And uh, shout out to my family because that was a really good girls weekend trip. My mom, my yeah. grandma, Aunt Glow got to see me and Sophie play. Uh, Ryan and Brecca, super hospitable. First time we, you know, got to stay with them at their place. So it was it was a fun, fun weekend. It sounded like um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think they're going to probably end up becoming fans of the podcast. So. Oh, boy. I did gotta, you tell about it? Shout did out you, in there did for you, them. Yes. Did you sign I mean, up for it already the, on Apple These podcasts? girls, like, I mean, you have to understand how into basketball they are. Like, they so they it. came home from their game, you know, and we had dinner or whatnot. And they came in and we sat up and talked to them. They went to bed. And then the next morning um, we got up and one of them came down for breakfast and she had already been already been awake laying in bed watching the film from the game that I played. Oh my god, so she's into it. <laughs> like they yeah. were ready to sit down and talk it out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So That's awesome. Well, good for them. Basketball family, what can I say? Um good for All them. right. So, now what y'all are really here to listen to? I guess um, we can talk about, talk the game. about I mean, I guess. Game. Sure. So, Second uh, game of this week was UNO. Their record coming into the game overall was 4-9, conference 0-3. and mm. um, They played some big teams, but they took L's to all of them. So they played Butler, uh, to whom they lost by 26 points. Yeesh. They played SMU, lost by 13. 
uh, played bad. Mississippi State and lost by uh, 23. Mm-hmm. They played Hawaii and lost by only eight. Not mm-hmm. super bad. That's not too bad. That's um, respectable. They played LSU and lost by 36. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, yeah. So, they took some big L's. Um, first good note of the game was we had gave him back. Gave in. Um, Gosh. Official word was that he had tendonitis. So, oh, literally, I know. Um, when I when I saw that and I read that, it, I sigh of relief. I was so happy. I could not believe. And when I saw him back playing, because I wasn't able to watch the game li- live, live right. because I was, we were doing our girls' trip thing. And so, as soon as um, I woke up this morning, I went on to again shout out to UNO for broadcasting the game for free yes, for free on for their free website on their website it was very easy to navigate to, to get to yes. and plus they keep the games on their on-demand portion yes so i was able to go back and watch the game this morning easy peasy lemon squeezy so awesome yeah so shout out to them for that so yeah we did win 87 68 got that dub pretty substantial uh, second half of the game, it really just took off, and they just could not keep up or catch up or anything. I mean, we were winning by 20 points multiple times, um, and then they would you know, catch yeah, up pretty, a little bit, and then it was very smooth. It was not anything too rough in the second half, for sure. Uh, current Southland Conference standing, since I didn't give it to you in the last podcast. Um, catch all up here. Yeah, we're going to catch you up real fast. As of right now, as of today, the year 2020, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there are only two teams left in the Southland Conference that are unbeaten in conference. We have, of course, the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Because during that game, Sam got beat. Sam got so beat. I know. I was happy too. I know. I was so pumped. I was like, thank you, Nichols. Thank you very much. But I'm like sitting here at the back of my head, like, well, shit, do we have to worry about Nichols now? <laughs> like, that's in my head, in my head. But Nichols uh, is. Got, yeah, they got I mean, one loss too. They're we'll three see. and one. They're three. Anyway, so there's out. only two teams left, like I said, that are unbeaten, undefeated. Obviously, us and Abilene Christian. And Abilene's only played three games. They so. have. They're three and oh. Everyone else has lost one or more games. Um, if you're in New Orleans, you're 0 and 4, which yeah. is unfortunate. I'm sorry, but not at the same time. Sorry, um, sorry. Houston Baptist finally won a game. Good for them. <laughs> Who they beat? I don't even know. Oh, I man. don't even know, but they're finally 1 and uh, 2. Um, and McNeese is 0 and 3 too, which is kind of super. And the uh, incarnate word is 0 and 2. Corpus Christi AM 1 and 3. And of course, we play Corpus Christi on, on Wednesday. Wednesday at home. Finally back. Jeez, Maria. All right. So that is the current Southland Conference men's standings as of today. Overall, SFASU is 13 and 2. Not a bad start. Not a bad start at all. So, Sean Kennedy, your stats. Your stats uh, section coming to you live. Field goal percentage, 56.9. Not bad. Good. Not bad. 3.50%. I about peed Love myself. Love that. I, that's the best one the whole season. It, yeah. Hands down. We I don't think we've even broken 40 before this game. No, this was it. in the 30s. Oh, my um, God. Free throw percentage, 73.7. Beautiful. Good. Good stuff. Uh, points in the paint. Obviously, we have gave him back. So, the points. You can tell yep. the games that, that, yeah, exactly. Like, last week, what was it? Like, 20 or something like that? Was, I think it was 30. It was It was 32. lower, though. It was on. It was definitely it was not lower. the same. It was not the same. It was it not was the same. It was 30. Okay, so it was yep. 30. Okay, so, I mean, um, that's 16 more. 
but more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, points off turnovers, 20. Mm-hmm. Second chance points, 16. That's about the same as the last game, too. Yeah. Uh, fast break points, 14. That's less. That's, that's less. Right. That's definitely less. Um, 30 bench points. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, as always, I would love more offensive rebounds, but our total rebounds, we had 41, which was 20 rebounds more than them. That's outstanding. I mean, with those poor, those poor guys. Oh, they were getting um, the second, the second half of that game, man. They were getting worked over yeah. like a freaking redheaded stepchild. So I mean, bad. We had fourteen offensive boards and twenty-seven defensive boards. Mm-hmm. Um, now hold on to this uh, little stat because I'm going to expand on this when I get to my airing of grievances. But uh, oh, I'll expand had, with you. We had tw- yeah, we'll collaborate on that. We had twenty-three fouls, which was six more than. Uh, you and O. Yeah. So remember that. Just remember. Six more fouls than they did. Total um, 23, six more than them. Take okay. note. Turnovers, I would like to vomit, though, because even though we did, like, run away with this game, mm-hmm. it's these small we, little mistakes that are going to just bite us in the ass absolutely. when we play other people. I, I We played freaking UNO, who's 0-4, and, and we had two more turnovers with than them with 17. I, I was not thrilled with that. I mean, we were we – were, Mm. Yes. How we is were, that even possible? We were creating a lot of turnovers, but at the same time, we were also giving the ball away to. And there were a few times we, I think we literally passed it to the other team. Oh, directly to them. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 So not pleased with that. No. Um, steals. We only had seven. They had eight. Mm, I don't like that. How is that possible? I don't like that at I all. I don't like that. I know. I, don't I think like about that. the little. I don't like Michael that. Scott meme. I don't, I don't like, like that. that. I don't like that. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so no. our game leaders, we had Kevon, as usual, leading the pack on. On score, uh, 21 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals. Love it. Uh, Cam, again, had a really awesome game. Uh, 14 points, four rebounds, one assist, one block. Rossi also, another high-scoring he, game. He is, baby, he is here. Four, He's arrived. 14 points, four rebounds, three assists. Uh, John, 12 points, three rebounds, one assist. Um, Gavin on his first game back, 10 points, six rebounds, one block, one steal. I'm telling you, um, Rossi... I'm going to take back everything I said in the first half of the season. Boy, yeah. you are. When he gets on fire with the shooting, yeah, there's no holding him back. So, into my feats of strength, I literally put, Rati has arrived. Rati like, has arrived. He is here. Yeah, I saw when you wrote that I in notes, know. I was like, there's no doubt. I don't know if you haven't seen him yet, but he's here now. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> I'm just going to say, side note, it was funny because, obviously, you had watched the game before I did. And so when I was writing and watching the game this morning and writing my notes, it was funny because I was reading yours before I watched the game. And then like all of it all became, it all made sense because I'm reading a lot of these and I'm like, okay. And then I'm reading it and I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's like, imagine the scene on, uh, dang it. I don't ever get what the movie's called. Uh Uh, The Da Vinci Code where he's like standing and all of, all of the like numbers. It's all flowing into place. Like, Floating into place oh and it's all God. making sense. That's literally what it was. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, these are good that's notes, Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the perfect visual because I'm I'm looking all this and reading through it and I'm like, yeah, this is what happened. Makes sense now. So go ahead, continue. Um, okay, so. I would like to know what that first one is. Yeah, the, I'm having to look. Sometimes I can't understand my own notes, so I'm, well, I'm having you know, to take a look here. Yeah. But, um. I will say from from the get go, we had lots of subbing in this game, and uh-huh. so I thought that was really good. Like we from the very beginning, we were cycling everyone in and out. We were. That um, is very much true. That's probably why we had one, two, three, four, five 
Lumberjacks oh. in double digits. I know it was supposed to be John three pointer. So I think, oh. I think John made one like very quickly. He did in the game. make a very early three pointer. Um, I think because I wrote it in mine too, did I not? And he was fifty percent. Yeah, his three pointer. Johnny so. Nice three. That was very in the beginning of the game. Sometimes my abbreviations it doesn't quite take them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of subbing very early on. Everyone was getting cycled in pretty early, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- except for one, which I'll I'll just save that and get to that. But oh, um, Kevon had a really strong start um, in the game. Well, I have a I have a comment from you know RP of course weighing <laughs> in because we're we're watching it at the same time. I am going to say though, games like this get me so like it's almost hard for me to pay attention because. Let's just, like, get it out there. We've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. Like, Rob Myers is head, head and shoulders above every other commentator in the I conference. I think Rob Myers needs to do a commentating school for these yes. dumb shits. And so I really want to listen to Rob over whatever the other team is we're playing as commentator. Agreed. However, the feed on Q107 is always like maybe two to three possessions it is behind, behind. Yeah, it is behind the live feed. Yeah. So there's a struggle there. And then also, I want to hear what those commentators are saying so yeah. that I can make fun of their stupid stuff or if they're talking shit. So normally, oh, yeah. like, uh, the whole game, I'm, try- I'm trying to, like, back up, which they only have, like, the back 15 seconds button. Because if you try to scroll it, like, I just know I'm going to mess it up. So I'm trying to, like, go back 15 seconds until I can somewhat get close enough to where that feed and Rob's feed is, like, as close as possible. Yeah. And then I have an earbud in my left ear that's Rob. That's a and really like complex process. I have the game. Juggling and my, I'm already lost. I know. So I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching the game and I'm listening to the sound of the game with their commentators in my right ear. But then I have an earbud in my left ear with Rob. So I'm like trying to listen to both at the same time and watch the game. It's just very confusing. This, this, but I don't want to miss anything. I understand. I, like I understand. But um, I, that's just... Like I'm gonna miss some detail that's good if I don't. Do oh, that. you are gonna. You're gonna. So anyway, but dad, dad always listens, even if it's off. And God knows, anyone who knows him knows that he's not. He's not capable of trying to like sync them up as close as possible. So he's he's just listening to it off. So he is watching it and listening to Rob commentate, even though it might be like, like two positions five behind. Minutes behind. But that's fine. Jesus he's gonna listen to God. Rob and not the other oh, guys. Oh, Richard. But anyway, okay, so. Keep on a strong start. I do have a point with that later. So just bear in mind that I'm listening to both. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate took a really nice charge. I'm going to say Charlie, this game, I felt like he had great court awareness and was just like really playing just keeps well. Improving. Um, just keeps he got improving. a really great dunk. Mm-hmm. Cam got a really great dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. In the second half, UNO did not score for the first 10 minutes. I noticed that too. It was like at the 10 minute mark that they finally. Because when the first or the second half started, it was like what thirty seven. Yeah, I mean it was and, and it was with a and one so long. Yeah, um, John's other three that he made. I'm gonna say, I put in my notes wild three like Sophie. Like he literally, this boy was like halfway to half court when he he did sunk this. Three it was point. nuts. He shot that three. I screamed, and my parents were like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Johnny had a three from almost freaking half court." And no shade or offense to John, but he is by no means a three pointer. No, he's not. He's good at coming in and like making clutch ones when we need it. But when he aired that up, I was like, "What in the? Oh yes, yes, great three pointer." Um, it was because we're not expecting that from John, and then no. when he does shoot it and make it, we're like, "Oh!" But I mean, 
I, I could tell that the three-point percentage is going to be way higher than it normally is because they literally, like, half my notes were, were about fire. people making three-pointers. Oh, me too. Because John made that one at the beginning. Then he made that <laughs> second one that was really far out. Kevon, uh, are you, what are you laughing I'm laughing at, at your last book, oh. your last thing. Oh, yeah, but, again, it messed up my words. It's okay. Thankfully, I know what I was saying on that one. Yeah, uh, I, I Kee- figured out what you Kevon had a step-back three mm, that was just, beautiful. like, a major power move. Mm. Um, David had a great three. Um, Cam was 100% on free throws. Mm-hmm. 100%. I don't remember how many he had, um, but I'll look and tell you. He ha- takes forever. Anyways, okay. Um, Calvin had a really nice backdoor slam that he was did. amazing. It was and I'm just so happy anytime that I get to make a note about backdoor. Oh, I know. On our end. Oh, I know. Um, so Cam was four or four from the free throw line. Mm hmm. Awesome. Fantastic. I know. So there's my uh, feats of strength. I will run through mine pretty quick because, of course, again, Jacqueline and I are always usually pretty synced up with our with our good points and our bad points. But, again, thanks to UNO for the free broadcast. That was possible. It was nice. That was really awesome. I loved it. Uh, of course, Gavin was back. Loved it. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I did say that this announcer, so the play-by-play announcer for SLU was way better way better than the previous one. Now the color commentator can honestly go die. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but the play-by-play, yeah, the play-by-play announcer was, was leagues better than the one from Southland or from, uh, sorry, from uh, Southeastern. Uh, Key had some good pull-up J's to Johnny with a nice three. They did give us a good compliment about how aggressive we were they and did. that how we wear teams down, especially in how that helped us beat Duke, which I appreciated that compliment. Um, they did also say that the Jacks defense was ravenous. I was like, good word. That's a big word, That's a big word for them in Louisiana. It's like an SAT word. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Key had, again, some, some the, the threes this game were just, they were draining, and I was loving it. Um, Key had one. Johnny had one. Rati had one. I'm sure I'm missing someone. I'm sure Cam had one somewhere. Um, I mean, they were draining, and it was beautiful. Uh, Gavin had a nice block. Uh, Nate took a good charge. Charlie, I just wrote that. I'm not quite sure what it was for, most likely, with a – um, a slam or something. Uh, Cam had a good, nice drive to the basket, and then the back door slant by Cam. Oh my God, the back door was beautiful. Really, really nice. Yeah. And then Johnny, I wrote Johnny, wow, 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 a three. I'm shook. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, it, where he shot that three pointer from is yeah. where my cousin exactly. shot her three pointer from. Uh, yeah. And this falls to the is wall. a high school girl. Nuts. Nuts. Baller. Um, I will give the dumb dick color commentator one prop. One. And that is that he said that Cameron Johnson deserves a sixth man award, award if there was one. Deserves it. And I was like, all right, co-sign. I'll co-sign that. Yes. I'll co-sign that. That was the only good thing that that color commentator said. <laughs> because we're going to get into the grievances and I'm going to literally shove my... We, non-existent yeah. foot sideways up his booty because that was ridiculous that'll just be the first point on the area it has to be because i'm gonna go off discuss. i'm gonna go off all right so stick around we're about to go off on the Aaron and grievances not about the game necessarily but about the commentator because he was a dumb dark all right stay tuned stick around it's gonna be good
Welcome back to hey. segment two for the... You are still here to hear the... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. So our number one problem I'm going to start off with. So like we've said, I, I watched this game live, so it was after that Alex got to see it. So I, I was texting her about this airing of grievance. But literally these commentators start talking about how... Oh, oh, oh. It was um, really just the one. They're like, just saying, well, SFA gets away with um, putting on the pressure and, you know, they're just getting away with all these fouls, especially like they do at home and they just never get any fouls called on them. And that's, that's the worst place that I like to play because they just get all the calls. They get all the calls, man. They never get calls on them. I hate playing there because man, they just get no calls. Because we get away with everything. I'm like, what? We're one of the top teams in the country leading in fouls. Are you kidding me? Did you not look at the stats? So, uh, remember how many more fouls than them do we have this game? Six. Six more. But we get away Six. with everything. We get away with it all. And they never Apparently, call it on us. We get away with it all. SFA is the worst place to play because we get all the calls. We get all the calls, man. I everything goes our way. implore you to go look at the stats of any of our home games. What an idiot. And see how many fouls we got. And I what guarantee an idiot. you every game we have more fouls than the other team. Guarantee. Guarantee. Thousand percent. I mean, uh, what so, I... Scream. So this was the little note that Mama Tess was slipping us during. Remember, don't play at SFA because they get away with everything. Never call anything. LOL. LOL. That was the note that Mom slipped us while I we mean, were recording. I, I just... I died. Couldn't even. I said, and, rest in peace, I'm dead. I cannot believe he said that because that... And it was the color commentator, but the other guy agreed with him. Oh, I'll give I, I, I'll give him a little like ding for that because he did agree with him, but the other guy was significantly better. He was less biased, but this color commentator was a biased, biased, biased guy. And I understand you're commentating for UNO. That's your job. Yeah. But what? It was insane. And then there was another. I can't even remember what he said, but he was trying to talk shit about one of the calls that the referee made because it was it was well, our way, it. Mm-hmm. but it was it was accurate. And uh, my favorite line, he's like, well, obviously, that's why I'm not a ref. And I'm oh, like, my God. Yeah. Obvious. If you have to say that mm-hmm. after your criticism, then you know it's bullshit. So just shut up and commentate the game. Like, yeah, you're not a ref. <sighs> obviously. But obviously, I'm not a ref. You're right. You're not a ref. Because if you were a ref, you get fired after your first game for calling bad calls. And you're an idiot. You're an I- idiot. I just I couldn't even believe that he tried to say that we never. I I get called what no. and the most egregious fake news story I've yeah. ever fake news fake news. Um. So actually, in this game, they actually did give a flop warning to O. They did. So they sure there's did. that. Since we talked shit about how we'd never seen it, and they actually did, and I, he was not flopping nearly as bad as. They were at McNeese, but whatever. That's so true. On on with my grievances. Um, just the uh, I put a note, and it was probably only one turnover, but there were just I feel like a lot of communication and lack of communication and unforced turnovers between Kevon and Calvin, and this this was where mm-hmm. we just straight up passed it right to the other team. Yeah. Um, we almost had a situation of too many players on the floor again. Thankfully they noticed that we had too many and the refs told us and let 
one of them exit. But guess who it was? Rather than giving us a tet. It was O. It was O. He was on the court. And I guess he didn't notice that John or uh, somebody had came in for him and he was just still standing there. That could have been a technical because he wasn't paying attention. It was very nice of them that they didn't uh, give it to us. Uh, Calvin yeah. was in foul trouble. He had four fouls. Um, okay. Oh, you just had some terrible threes. Like there were a few where, I mean, you just had plenty of time to get set and I don't know what happened. Mm. I don't know what you were doing. Um, dad texted me and was just like, put, put the walk-in kit on. <laughs> Talking about Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though. Because- and seriously though. We, we had a lot of subbing early on, and I don't know why. I don't know. I feel like Tyler should have been in there. We had an t- almost 20-point win. That's very true. But he could have made more threes. Oh, than absolutely. Those well, here's the thing. There was one point where O shot a three. Okay. Shot a three. Bricked it. Bricked it hardcore. Came back. Got his own rebound. Went in for the layup. Missed the damn layup. Yes. Yes. O of two from the three-point line. But, yeah, I remember that, too. What? Um, what? So Just they so bad. They call it a complete bullshit travel call and keep on. Oh, that, that was not bad. pleased that with. That was horrible. Um, horrible. There was one time that Calvin literally he was at the three point line, mm-hmm. wide open, mm-hmm. didn't take the open three. Yeah, there was nobody even like the closest people to him were below the free throw line. So he could have he could have taken the three pointer. He could have taken one power dribble and yeah. the pull up J. No, instead he decides to drive in, freaking terrible drive, and misses it. I that just, just that bugs me. I mean, they're they're playing zone on us. They could, could you could have um, easily done it. A constant complaint for me uh, was also not guarding the three. And this is my comment to that: even the team in dead ass last can make an open three. Yeah. Even if you are zero and four in conference, if you're a D one basketball player and you got a wide open three, yeah, you can make it unless you're zero. Yeah. Womp, and to be womp, fair, womp. David was doing the same thing. Um, David was also not guarding the three, yeah. which I put on my list. So yeah. those are my grievances. First points out of the damn gate for you and I was a three. Uncontested. 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 Uh, bad start, multiple shot bricks, multiple brick shots from everyone on the court. Uh, too many easy fouls were given in the paint as well. Um, turnover after turnover after turnover was just, I, I was not pleased with that. Calvin missed free throws, traveling, um, easy, just again, easy stuff. They're, they were playing us the zone D. And as we've talked about before, if you want to mess us up and cause confusion, that's exactly how you have to play us is, is zone defense. And they were not every play though, which was, I, I don't, I, again, if you're a if you're a team and you're facing us, and you know that the zone D can give us problems, why the flip? I don't know. Are why. you not playing it the entire game? I literally do not understand why people. I mean, it, it, it. I I shouldn't be mad about this, but it just annoys me. I'm like, you're so dumb. That, yeah, you're so dumb. If it's clear that the zone D gives us trouble, why would you not play the zone D on every single possession? Literally no why? one plays zone against us. So stupid. I'm okay with it, but it's so stupid. You're done. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, offensive rebounds. God, Lord Jesus. Gore. The flop warning for O. I will say that the warning, it wasn't as egregious of a flop as what McNeese was doing, but – 
I understand why they gave it. I understand. They want to set a precedence about the whole flopping thing. I get it. And if O was doing it, okay. But the egregious flopping of Mace, I'm telling you right now, if they come to our freaking home and start doing that, <laughs> I'm going to lay into them hardcore. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my mind. Um, and then here's my long, drawn-out, question mark, all cap. Are you kidding me? We don't get away with anything. We don't get fouls at home. I literally said in caps, are you on crack? Because we already went through all that. And the second thing that I said that the announcer did that drove me nuts. And I wanted to literally come through that screen and smack him. Because Gavin had a free throw. Or he was getting his free throws. And because he got, it was a, you know, um, a defensive foul. Like a shot block or some sort of foul on UNO. And the announcers were so upset. They're saying, no, that shouldn't have been a foul. That shouldn't have been a foul. And so Gavin goes to shoot his free throws and he misses the first one. And the color commentator goes, ball don't lie. And then he missed his second one. And they both said, ball don't lie. I've never even heard that before. What was that? They're saying that the, I guess the fact that it shouldn't have been a call. So the ball doesn't lie. He didn't get those two points. Well, it made no sense. I would love. And so guess what happened on that very next possession their player was shooting free throws and literally missed both of them. And I screamed out, ball don't lie. <laughs> because what the heck is that? Okay. Uh, John missed a dunk. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was a tough one. I, I think he was anticipating a possible foul. I don't really Probably know. so. But again, David airballed it and I... From the three, I was not pleased with that. It was a he wasn't set. David, you know this. You have to get set, bud. You have to. Ah! And then the second thing that really ticked, I'm saying second thing, the third thing that ticked me off was when the color commentator again said, ooh, and I heard from a little birdie that that um, that Keevon was going to declare for the NBA draft. Birdie? <laughs> Bitch, it was public knowledge. You acting like it was a secret that Kevon was going to get into the draft and go into or trying to get into the draft by getting an agent and all that stuff was like testing his waters. You're acting like that was a secret. Like SFA basketball put out a public statement about that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so this guy goes like from Coach Keller, from the horse's mouth. The literally. And when he said, oh, I heard from a little birdie. Was your birdie social media? Because it was <laughs> from Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> tweet, tweet. I mean, <laughs> it was public knowledge. If you heard from a birdie, that's by saying that like you heard a secret down the grapevine. Right. That you shouldn't maybe that know. That you shouldn't know. But, but ooh, you I know. Give me a freaking break. GTFO, man. God. Here's the door. Come See on. yourself out of it. <laughs> Last couple things. Oh, you ticked me off again. I just need you to sit down. I'm sorry. I, you're. That was two games in a row that you just played horribly. I don't know what. You need to get it together. Flop warnings. Miss ball. I mean, miss threes. Miss pull up J's. Miss layups. Bad calls. <laughs> Shall I go on? I'm not pulling yeah. any punches this season. Last season, man, I was like good cop and you're a bad cop, Jacqueline. If someone's playing like shit, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna hedge words. Bad. I'm not and gonna hedge phrases anymore because that was horrible. Continuing to take the threes 
when just you're not bad. making it. It's just not good. Bad. And then the turnover. I-, I can't. And then the last thing, um, Nate has some fouls at the end, but you know, whatever. What else is new? It's Nate. I'm cool with it. <laughs> whatever. And then the last thing here, um, I love my parents. I really do, but I had to give them a long in-depth explanation of what a privateer was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But to be fair, some of the teams in our conference have some weird ass mascots. They do. But I mean, the mascot, like the logo is literally what it is. Yeah, but it's a pirate. It's like a, it's a pirate-ish them, person. I never really heard of it called a privateer. But a private, you know? they're not the same thing. A, pri- a privateer yeah. and a pirate are two different things. A privateer is more like, hey, I'm the government and I'm giving you permission to go shoot other, right. other ships. It's it's not a super common phrase though. And it's it's not- a weird ass mascot <sighs> or term, not a phrase, but I, whatever. I, yeah, I've heard of it. Well, okay, this is me being me. It's probably because I've watched too much History Channel. Let's just be honest. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I cannot remember which. I think this was actually a grievance from the commentator from the CELA game. But he was saying that he kept saying that we were such an experienced group. Yes. Like. Yes. Bro, we only have four players returning. We got 11 Even Coach freaking Mason tweeted, tweeted about that. it. Um, and then he, ke- I think he was the one who kept saying that we look like 30-year-old like we 30 30 men's. Oh, my God. I'm like, no, your team just sucks. But I had I had to recap that for you before we roll into the what do you mean because uh, this what do you mean picture yeah. was – Nate sitting on the bench wearing Kevon's headband. headband. Yeah, because it was at the and end of the last home who game. Who was the in between John and Kevon? I think it was it was Nate. Or I'm sorry, it was uh, Kevon on the left, Nate in the middle, and then John on the right. Yeah. Because whenever they're all three on the bench, they all like to sit next to each other. Yes. Because at the end of the game, if they're all three on the bench, they start causing mischief. Yes. And this is what started <laughs> happening towards the end of the last home game of 2019. Um, that we were ahead by a lot. They were all three on the bench. They started just goofing off on the bench and just acting goofy. And so Nate put Kevon's headband on. And I was like, this is a good picture moment. So that's why I had to put it on. It was great. So um, Justin Rodriguez, obviously listening uh, to the Steel game and playing off that dude saying that we all look like 30-year-olds, says, uh, damn, bro, he was right. You do look 30. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, everybody in Lumberjack Nation was listening to that Sela game, and every single person was on that guy's dick about him mispronouncing John's name and about him calling us 30-year-olds and him saying that we were such an experienced team. And, I mean, I would have been live tweeting about all that, except that I was trying to watch it while I was at work, and then so I didn't rewatch yeah, it until the next it, day. So oh it was my too late. But um, it was a hot mess experience. Really, yeah. him saying – that we were so experienced. That was really, I know next one. Um, uh, Longhorn Dave, our boy, David said, dude, your headband crooked. (laughs) Dennis is, is really clever. It's clever. It's plan words. And I like it. Um, so Dennis tool says Bane of brothers. (laughs) Band of Brothers, I love it. Bane's last name. Awesome. Beautiful. Great caption. Fantastic. I love it. So random announcements um, yes. and what's coming up. So on Wednesday, we have a home game, finally back at home mm-hmm. against Corpus Christi at 630. Um, be there, be square. We're purple. Um, you know, we've gotten off to a great start in conference. We so have. So come, come support the guys. We this have. weekend is going to be an off weekend. They don't have a game at all. They don't. So this week, your only chance uh, for your SFA men's basketball fix is at home on Wednesday night. Um 
So make sure you um, go be there, be there, be square. Um, so since to, to give a forecast, since we are having an off weekend, um, (laughs) and I got to unintentionally scope out the KC airport on, uh, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. wait, Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning. Yes. Um, uh, this weekend. So I think we've mentioned it very briefly before, but whenever I went to the Belfast tournament and my friends, Sean and Connor met up with me over there, uh, Connor lives in Lawrence. So Sean and I on Friday, um, since it's an off weekend for the Jacks, we are going to fly up to Casey. Um, I'll get, I'll get, you know, to show him all around the lovely Kansas city airport. Um, finally get to have my Casey barbecue. Um, we have a really fun, weekend planned. Um, I'm a OCD planner, especially about trips to make sure I really research all of the, you know, things to do and see and eat and drink and everything. Um, so I had made my normal trip, uh, Google doc and invited both of them whenever to it, whenever we went to Belfast. So Connor, I'll have to show you, sent us a note today. He did it in notes. Um, since we're all iPhone users, but, um, Whoa, was that a, was that a dig? Was no, that a dig? But it's pretty awesome. I have to show you this. I'm going to knock you out. It is named Sean and Jacqueline's excellent adventure. Aww. He has a brewery section with one, two, three, four, five breweries. And on each one, he's given a little explanation. The URL this is to their website. This is like what I you mean, do. I'm in heaven. Right. I um, mean, this is made just for you. Yes. Bars. He has two different bars. Um, restaurants, disclaimer, any restaurant I take you to will also have a bar. Um, one, oh two, three, four, five, six, seven restaurants. Um, Casey barbecue. He has us three options, three options. Um, brunch. He has us three options activities. He has us four options. And wow. then of course the game. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a really fun weekend. So on Friday we'll fly up and. Have a little weekend. And then also, <clears throat> which he informed us today with the standings, um, they are playing Baylor. Baylor is now number six and KU is number three. So oh, it's going to be, be a, a good, good game. game. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you're going out, you're going all the way up there. I really hope y'all have a good time and that it, it's a good game. I, it's another one of your bucket list yeah. check marks. So. so second basketball I'm happy bucket for list you. Time. I'm going to be sad that I'm not with you. I'll bring you another little cool. You did. You Thank she you. went to Oklahoma. She brought me back a, a bar glass. I love it. This it says Oki from Muskogee. <laughs> it's cute. I love it. It's gonna go on my bar cart along with every other every other liquor related thing that I own. Um, another random announcement is that the boys from Lumberjack fans are planning and hopefully gonna be doing a uh, tailgate on the February eighth game versus, of course. Uh, New Orleans, you went no. Um, so if you're going to be in town or going to be planning on coming to that game or wanting to come to a game and just don't know which one to come to, why don't you come to the Saturday game on February February 8th versus UNO? I mean, obviously I'm a big proponent of coming to every game, yes. but um, if you can only come to one and it needs to be a weekend game, plan on that one because we're playing at home. We're going to have a tailgate out there. Hopefully have a lot of people out there. Bring your rain boots and your rain jacket and your umbrella. Because, Just in case. You know, you know how it goes every time we try to do a tailgate. Something outside, it starts raining. Warm so. jacket. Like, just be prepared for, you every know. Weather-related every weather-related incident. Possible. Yeah, actually. <laughs> bring a chair and bring a beer or whatever you yeah. like to drink. 
Um, so yeah, we're going to try and set up a little tailgate out there. They are, and we're just going to attend. Um, and then, uh, hopefully the coaches show starts up again. I, I think, think it think does. Maybe it starts tomorrow. I know it, uh, it was, probably does. Yeah. Rob was mentioning it several times during the game <clears throat> last night, but since I was trying to listen to broadcast at once, yeah. um, I'm really not certain if he said it starts tomorrow or when it was starting, but I think tomorrow. Right. Probably does. I just, I haven't really, um, paid attention to when the coaches show starts back up again. It probably, it probably does start back up um, tomorrow, but if it doesn't, we'll let you know exactly when it does start back up. But of course, as always, you can, if it's going to be on tomorrow, you can always listen to it on Q107 um, classic rock with Rob. So um, if you're not in town, you can always listen to it. Yeah. I mean, if I'm still at work, which I honestly might be still at work because I have a lot to prepare for. I'll probably just be listening to it on the radio, but yeah. So hopefully you guys will see you in town on Wednesday for the lumberjack match against Corpus Christi A&M at six 30 at home. Thankfully. Oh, so excited to be back home. I know. I'm, I'm happy to be happy to be back. I know. <sighs> All right. So have a great, night have a good work week if you're having to go back to work this week after all the holidays and all the hubbub um, i'll be right there with you struggling struggling and wanting to die first almost full week for me at least i get friday off that'll be nice that's true yeah that's true so don't forget to follow us on all social media facebook twitter instagram and uh again have a good work week we love you thanks for listening always remember to axe and jacks with alex and jacks